Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. You are listening to the Striving Muslima podcast. And it's your host, Aisha, and I'm back. Alhamdulillah. It was a much needed break for me. Uh, although not intentional at the beginning, but yeah. I eventually decided I needed to take that break. So alhamdulillah, I'm back and I feel like I'm starting afresh. Because, you know, the main reason I created this podcast is to be able to share um, contents that I feel are beneficial to me with you. So it's not just about posting and uploading anything. It's about what is beneficial to people. So alhamdulillah, I'm back. And on this episode, I'll be sharing um, Ramadan preparation reminders. So... Um, you know, we're gradually approaching the month of Ramadan and we have just less than, I think we already have less than 30 days. So I have some, um, reminders I'd like to share with you. Um, so Bismillah. Um, so the first thing I would like to share is, um, I believe that, you know, if the first thing we need to do is plan. We need to put in mind that we need to plan. Whoever fails to plan, plans to fail. So we shouldn't wait till the first day of Ramadan before we start making plans. We want to plan properly so that we don't leave anything out. So that's the whole idea. So we still have we still have enough time to plan if we have not already started. So and I believe the first thing on our list should be assessing what went wrong the last Ramadan. What went wrong the last Ramadan? Why and how do you want to correct it? Or how do you want to go about it this Ramadan? So being able to identify that, is there something that you were unable to achieve last Ramadan that you want to bring in to this Ramadan? Or is there something that you did that you do not want to bring in? So you need to assess that. So the next one I feel um, should come after that is... Before I go on, please ignore any sound, any noise. Please pardon me. <laughs> ignore, ignore it. So, um, the next one is that, um, you know, if you are planning to do something, you need to have a proper knowledge of what you're planning for. If you're going on a trip, you need to have a map in order to guide you to get there. So, I believe that we need, we all need to um revise the ruling of Ramadan. So we know why we are even why we are even fasting. Um what is expected of us during fasting, what we are supposed to stay away from, what we are supposed to do. Um so I have an ebook here, Fiqh of Ramadan by Ilm Path Academy. So if you're interested in that ebook, you can send me a DM on that at um on Instagram, sorry, on Instagram at the Striving Muslima Podcast. So I would gladly share it with you. Um, but let me share the content, some of the contents here. The contents, uh, we have etiquette related to intention. We have a siyam. Defining fasting. That's a psalm. The history of the obligation of fasting. The virtue of fasting and its benefits. Recommended fasts. What is disliked of fasting. Forbidding fasting. 
the obligation of fasting Ramadan, and there's so many of so many other things. But it's just forty three pages, so it's not that long. Don't 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 feel scared already. It's just forty three pages, so it's something that you can quickly revise and you know just get you prepared for Ramadan because I'll be revising it too because there might be some things that are, that are forgotten. <laughs> we are human, so um. Yeah, that's the next one. No, we some of us usually restrict good deeds, good habits to the month of Ramadan, which is completely wrong. As Muslims, good deeds, good habits um, should go beyond the month of Ramadan. It's not isolated to only the month of Ramadan. It goes beyond. So, although that aside, we we want to ensure that now we are leaving whatever bad habits we do not like foul languages cursing um um lowering of the gaze not looking at things that that sinful things that can corrupt the mind we should try to you know begin to drop those things now gradually before the month of ramadan comes finally so that by that time we've been able to strike a balance like we've already gotten that balance not that we're struggling in the month of ramadan and we're losing rewards so I, I I recommend that we try as much as possible our phone screen time. There's actually a setting on our phones, um, digital well-being, yeah, that helps you to um, monitor how much time you spend on each app on your phone. So if you could if you could um, make use of that, I, I think it would be of help at least. Maybe even no matter how little, it would be of help. So you want to monitor your screen time. You want to. Um, drop how much movies you watch you know for those of us who binge watch on netflix and the likes you don't want to engage in that during the month of ramadan while others are engaging in acts of worship and getting rewards you are getting absolutely no reward so we want to work on that we want to monitor our screen time how much time do i spend on um instagram on facebook on whatsapp on twitter or whatever social media app that exists so we want to monitor it are we even spending quality time is it is the time um what what we are doing on the app is it even beneficial even if you are doing something beneficial you can't spend the whole day on an app claiming that you're doing something beneficial there are other things to do you know it's just about striking a balance you do this here do that here something so it's just something in between don't be too um don't put too much time in one thing so we want to try to um strike a balance so um let's try to monitor our screen time how much time do i spend on calls and what exactly am i talking about and um you know we, we know time re- um, wasted can never be regained so i feel there's something that we should all try to watch out for before ramadan and also we also want to prepare um, for our Quran recitation. How do we intend to go about it this time? Do we want to spread it through our five daily prayers or do we want to um, take it um, daily? Is it going to be a daily thing or um, on each day, is it going to be on each solar, after each solar? So it depends on you. It depends on what work, what works for you. Because I, I know that there are so many of us who do 9 to 5. Some of us who do who, who, who 
are entrepreneurs and I know there's some people who probably don't work at all. So it depends on what works for you and how much time you have. That's why we have to plan. What How you plan yours might be different from how I plan mine because of the time I have, the time you have. Although, you know, our purpose in this life is to worship Allah. So we need to create time for all these things. We have no excuse. We have no excuse. No matter how much time you have, try to make time for for worship. Because, you know, that comes first. Every other thing comes after. So now you want to, um, also you might want to, you might be interested in listening to lectures. You know, things have been made easy now. You can, lectures are online, the Islamic lectures online. Some are, some are on Zoom and some are on YouTube. Um, and there are some that are still physical. So it depends on which one you like, which one works for you. So you might want to, for the ones online, you might want to stick to a particular scholar. There are some scholars that have, um, that have lectures, specific lectures during the month of Ramadan, like Ramadan series. That's what I'm trying to say. So you might decide that you stick to that and listen to one per, per day. It depends on you. So it depends on what works for you. You might also want to take a book to read, an Islamic book, throughout the 30 days in Ramadan, spread it through the 30 days. So, so, so number of pages per day, then you complete the book. And by the end of Ramadan, you should have completed that book. So um, there are books like um, The Sealed Nectar. Um, we have Inner Dimension of Islamic Worship. Um, we have um, Revive Your Art by Numan Ali Khan. There's um, Reclaim Your Art by Yasmin Mujahid. There are so many books. You could get ebooks online, you could get physical books, I mean, hard copy. So it depends on you. It depends on you. You know, the whole idea is to be able to fill your days with beneficial activities so that even if you're not doing this, that you're doing the other thing, it's also beneficial and it's rewarding because you're learning Islam also. So that's the whole idea. And so you might want to have a checklist of to-dos and don't-dos you, that you tick as each day goes by, to-dos and don't-dos. I prayed Fajri on time today. I um, I did istighfar at least a hundred times. I made dua for my parents. I um, stayed away from um, idle talks. You know, I didn't backbite. You know, tick, tick, so that the next day you'll be able to improve upon what you were able to do well the previous day. So um, I also believe that we should start preparing to get our aid dressed now. We shouldn't push it to the last 10 days when we're supposed to increase our acts of rather. So we should start now so that we don't end up in the tailor's house. Why we should be um, <laughs> uh, um, um, engaging in acts of worship. So uh, also um, major shoppings for groceries, major cleaning. I believe we should do that now. If you want to paint your house, if you want to do any thorough, thorough cleaning, that's going to take a lot of time that, you know, you might not be able to um, work properly. And, you know, you might not really have strength to do that much thorough work during Ramadan. So I believe that thorough cleaning, major grocery shopping should be done now. And Besides, things will be more expensive. Things are already very, very expensive. They're on the high side now. So it's even be more expensive when Ramadan begins. So I believe the major shopping should be done now. Also, you can have your menu, um, your your sahur menu and your iftar menu. When you're breaking your fast, where exactly will you be cooking for the 30 days? For um, sahur, that's the pre-done meal. What are you going to be having?
what food are you going to be eating? You could have a menu. So you don't have to rack your brain before the next day comes. So you have everything listed out now. So um, some people have the same thing all through for sahur. So it depends on you. But if Tori might want to change, 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 what kind of fruits you'll be taking? Just make a list of the things that you you'll be eating. Um, so you see, when you make plans like this, you'll be able to concentrate properly on your act of Ibadah. So um, please, no overeating after breaking the fast. Because some of us, we overeat and we're unable to roku and sujud. We can't even get up to pray, let alone perform the roku and sujud. So please, it's better you eat light, leave space for water and hair, so that you can pray. Because it's not only about food it's also about worshiping god so it's not really about it's, it's not about food 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 so eat light don't eat eat something that would fill you but not too much so that you can pray um so the next here i have here is um don't let us forget to memorize the dua at the time of breaking the fast we might have forgotten because maybe some of us have not been fasting at all all through the year so i believe that we should revise that dua and also at the time of breaking the fast let's not forget to always make dua at the time of breaking the fast because there's um there's actually a supplication that's one i was referring to at the time of breaking that's before breaking the fast then there's also one you can make like praying to allah so prayers at the time of breaking the fast um, gets accepted. So by that time is the time some of us press our phones, we sleep. Some people sleep all through from Asri to Maghrib, hoping that as soon as the Adhan from Maghrib is called, they get up to just break the fast. They don't even make dua. Please let's endeavor to make dua this time. Um, I know we'll be tired, we'll be exhausted. So, <laughs> but let's just try. So, um, I think I've covered everything that I want to say here. Yeah, I think I'm done with it. So, um, yeah, I hope we, we, we actually start making plans now and not delay to the first day of Ramadan so that we don't start rushing. And, you know, now at the end of the, at the end of the month, we're now like, oh, I didn't have a good Ramadan. We're hoping to have a very beautiful Ramadan. We pray that we have a blessed Ramadan. So let's try to make plans so that it's one of the best for us. Um, I know we are very, very, very busy. Some of us are very busy, very busy. That's why we have to plan now so that we know what we want to do and what we're not going to do. You know, we are, so, so many things are going to be made clear when you make plans. May Allah make it easy for us. May Allah make us reach the month of Ramadan. May Allah accept all of our fasting. May Allah accept all of our prayers. And um, yeah, I remember there's something else I want to mention. I think I'll be doing a series during the month of Ramadan, but um, I'm not sure yet, but I would love to do a series. I'm not going to tell you what it's going to be about. <laughs> I won't be telling you yet. So I'm... Um, I'm not sure I'm going to spread it all through the 30 days, maybe the first 20 days. So let's see how it goes. I'll keep it posted as it goes, as it goes. So, um, so it's going to be pre-recorded actually, not that I'll be recording during Ramadan so that I can have time for myself. Um, so yeah, inshallah, I'll let you know. 
Um, to next time, to next episode, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.